0: Howdy folks, and welcome to the Dirt Road Cowboys Christian Podcast. My name's Dean, also known as the Dirt Road Cowboy. And I want to thank you for listening along. If this is your first time, I'll welcome you. And if you're a repeat listener, I want to thank you for coming back. You people honor me very much by listening to what I have to say. I really appreciate it. Today, I'm going to talk about one of the most famous verses in the Bible. It's probably not one you're thinking of, but I'm sure that everyone has heard it. We're talking about Job 121. Now, if you're not familiar with that particular chapter or verse, it's the scripture that says, The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You can tell by that tone in my voice that I'm not a big fan of that scripture. But why? I mean, more people have heard that verse than they've heard of John 3.16. I mean, they may have seen the signs at parades and Sporting events and everything that someone's holding up a John three sixteen sign, but that doesn't mean they know the scripture. but that verse in Job has been used at funerals, TV and movies, and probably in more Christian songs than should ever be recorded. It should never be glorified in Christian music. Why is it true? Well a lot of people believe it is. The Bible says that the devil killed Job's children and his livestock. But why do people blame God? Job blamed God for it. Why? The scripture goes on to say that in all of that, Job didn't sin. But wouldn't falsely accusing God of being a murderer be considered a sin? Well, let's look at it. Jesus said in John 10.10 that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Well, obviously, Job had never read John 10:10. 10, 10. In fact, Job hadn't even read the book of Job. Job didn't know what was happening behind the scenes. He may not have even known that there was a devil. So when he said that God did it, he was speaking out of ignorance. And that ignorance was his innocence. God didn't hold it against him because he didn't know the truth. But what about Christians today? Anyone that's ever heard John 10:10, 10? Can they say it and be innocent? Absolutely not. No way. No, how. There is no excuse for any Christian to say or sing that God has taken things away from them. Now, I'm not talking about the one that says that he's given every joy and takes away the pain. I'm talking about the one who's accusing him of being the one who steals, kills, and destroys. And there's lots of so-called Christian music out there that says that. There's a lot of preachers that preach that. And a lot of believers that believe it they would rather believe that god is out to get them than believe that there's an enemy if christians today are giving praise to the one that gives and takes away and calling him lord then they're calling satan their lord it's praising the devil devil worship glorifying satan the enemy don't you think that just thrills satan the people are singing praise to him instead of to god and they're exalting satan as their lord And that's what he was after all along. He wanted Adam and Eve to do it. He wanted Jesus to do it. He's been wanting everyone to sing his praises and call him Lord. And now Christians are giving him what he wants. And you look around the world today and you see how screwed up it is. And you wonder why. Why does the devil have power in this world? Because Christians, the ones who have been given all power and authority in the name of Jesus, are giving it to the devil. Giving him praise and glory For stealing, killing, and destroying everything. And just waiting for a stupid rapture bus that's not coming. All those Christian songs are praising the devil and are being propagated by the devil. And what's their reward for it? Big money. They're not going broke by singing those songs. I have nothing against Christians making money. I have nothing against Christian musicians making money or preachers or anyone else making money. They do it for the right reasons. Don't do it glorifying the devil. got to stop speaking lies, people. We are to be filled with the spirit of truth. To blame God is a sin, if you know John 10.10. 10. Our job is to be ambassadors of Christ, not people that go around and destroy God and the works of Jesus by giving praise to the devil. We are to be ambassadors, priests, and kings, not devil worshipers. When someone that is not a believer asks why God killed their baby, or allows bad things to happen to good people, we must be ready and willing to explain that there is an enemy and that we're in a fight. It's not God's fault. God didn't kill someone's baby. Planned Parenthood might have, but God didn't do it. God is not the one who went out and told someone to get a gun and go around and shoot little kids in school. We are here to stand up and fight the enemy and discredit his lies, tell the truth, and set people free from deception that God allowed it to happen. And they're right. God in his love has given us free will. He allows what we allow. He really has no other choice. If we give in to sin, God won't stop us. He has given us the free will and he will help us keep from sin. But if we choose to do it, He won't stop us. But don't go around and say that he made you do it. He's never pushed anyone into murdering. He's never pushed anyone into adultery. He's never made anyone sin. If you sin, it's because you are tempted by your own lusts, by your own perversions, by listening to the lies of the devil. There are penalties for sin. And the greatest penalty on this earth is still death. And there are sins that call for the death penalty even though people don't always go along with that it's supposed to happen and that's why we have a messed up world because people are soft they're weak they don't stand up to evil they don't punish the way that God said to God never said to forgive the evil the murderers the adulterers the covenant breakers and let them go free he's the one that initiated the death penalty for those things For us to go around and say, oh, well, God forgives everybody and we're all under grace and no one is guilty of anything is a bunch of horse crap. God doesn't look at it that way. And that kind of an attitude has brought the world into the state that it is in today full of evil, perversion, corruption, where the enemy has got a foothold and is trying to commit mass murders and reduce the earth's population. Call me a conspiracy theorist if you want to, but that's where we're at. The enemy hates you. He wants you dead. Believe it or not, he is still out to steal, kill, and destroy. And he will use corrupt politicians to do it. But God is not turning a blind eye to it. He sees everything that's going on. And he promised me that no one is getting away with anything. Some people think that they have but they may end up just winding up in an eternal damnation and probably would have wished that they would have gotten caught while they were still on earth and maybe had a prison ministry lead them to God. Some so-called Christians are in eternal torment because they believed that they could get away with things. They could buy some fire insurance, a.k.a. a sinner's prayer, and then they could go around and live like the devil on earth and go to heaven when they died. The once-saved-always-saved doctrine is one of Satan's biggest lies. If people truly believe that they can live like the devil and go to heaven, they weren't really saved to begin with. And I've seen it. I saw someone in torment. I know that some of y'all have listened to my story before, but some of them haven't heard this story, so I'm going to go ahead and repeat it. It bears listening to. Well, this guy didn't think he needed to repent. God gave him a few years to repent. I and mean, this guy had already signed his own death warrant from what he did. But he believed in once saved, always saved. He thought he could continue to live like the devil, to do evil, and that he would end up in heaven no matter what. He found out the hard way. That's not true. He thought he could get away with his sin, the sin unto death, which means that he was going to die for it. There was no getting around that. But he still could have gone to heaven. If he would have chose to repent, but he didn't have a repentant heart. And now he's blaming God. He's blaming everybody. You know, when people are in hell, they don't have any remorse. They don't have love. They don't have compassion. None of the goodness is in hell. They have hate, anger, blame. They would throw their own child in there if it could get them some relief. That's how bad it is. Hell turns people into the most vile monsters that they really were. It takes away the tempering. It takes away the goodness. So when someone's in there, they're not repenting, begging Jesus to come and rescue them. They are cursing God to his face, blaming him for the whole thing. They'll blame everyone but themselves, like I said. And this guy is in there, and his flesh is being burned off. I don't know if any of y'all are Star Wars fans, but when Anakin and Obi-Wan are fighting on that planet that mining colony, and they're fighting by the lava and Anakin is burning and he's screaming out his hatred. Well, that's what hell is like. Burning, 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 burning. When it all burns off, it comes back and burns off again and comes back and burns off again and comes back and burns off again. And and there's no relief. There's no taking a break from it. It's an eternal, constant now of pain. People will know why they're there. But they refuse to acknowledge that it's their own fault. So don't play around with sin, people. It kills. A little twisted thought leads to more thoughts, which builds up into a desire, which builds up into actions, which leads to death. It's a dangerous slope. Stay away. Keep your thoughts on God. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Get right with God and stay right with him. We've got things to do here, people. We've got to get this place ready for Jesus to come back to. Not play around with selfish desires and lusts, coveting, doing evil, and thinking we're going to get away with it. Don't blame shift. Don't blame God. Don't blame other people. Admit what you did. Confess it. Repent. Get cleansed in the blood of Jesus. God didn't make you do it. You chose to do it. But you can also choose to repent. And that is the good news of the gospel. No matter what you have done, you can repent. To repent means to have a true heart change and go the other direction. It doesn't mean you're going to keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it and think that you're going to get away with changing and maybe make a repentance at the end of your life. People aren't thinking of that at the end of their life. When someone's going through some kind of critical situation, a panic mode is usually not calling out for Jesus to save them if they haven't been living with and for Jesus up until that time. And that instant death at the end means it's too late because they played around with sin and it had its reward. The wages of sin are death. And without repentance, that death is irreversible. It leads to eternal damnation. God didn't make you do it, and no one else did either. You had to choose to sin. And that's where we're going to end this time, people. I hope that y'all got something out of this. And I want to pray right now that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened to know the truth and the hope of God's calling in your life, that you will walk away from sin, that you will pray for the strength to not sin, keep your eyes focused on Jesus, be filled with his Holy Spirit, and get this world ready for the return of our Lord and King so that he can be with his bride, so that he can enjoy his time with us. In Jesus' name I pray this. Amen. I'll be back again in a couple of weeks, folks. If you want to find out more about me, you can go to my website at www.dirtroadcowboy.com can find contact information and a little bit more about me on that site. But until then, this is the Dirt Road Cowboy, signing out. Bye, y'all.